we are on the air <laughs> for our first ever podcast. Hey, how do these things usually go? I don't, I don't really know. You tell them the name of the podcast, and you tell them your name. I think. Yeah. Um. Well, we don't have a name yet. Um. That's definitely something to um <laughs> to talk about. Um. But uh, I'm Lord Lucara, and uh, Royama. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, eventually, eventually, I'm just gonna have to get a still of you or something to put in there, unless you ever get a camera. Yeah, if I ever get a camera, <laughs> it's all good. I might, you know, I might. Yeah. It takes it takes it takes deep pockets to do deep pocket things, and I don't have deep pockets at the moment. My money is a little bit funny. Well, um, it will be the first goal of this podcast to raise money for a camera. <laughs> it's the very well, most be, important thing, right? That would be very nice. Very nice. So we got Captain Marvel first. Okay. Some light spoilers. Love, Death, and Robots. Light spoilers. We're going to spoil it all. Maybe, maybe talk about JoJo. I'm not sure if you're still watching that. I, uh, I think I'm in the second half of the first season. But I mean, I started watching. Um, I'm real bad about like commitment on TV shows, so I'll jump around. So I started watching today. I started watching Lois and Clark, which I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely certain. Yeah, because yeah, I thought, well, if I had access to that, then heck yeah, I'd start watching that too. <clears throat> well, you know, uh, they they sell it on <laughs> YouTube for twenty nine dollars if you're down for that. Uh, if not, there like the are, whole thing, or well, the first season, first uh, season, yeah, no. yeah, uh, that that starts to get pricey whenever I want to see the whole thing. It's quite pricey. So yeah, um, we can talk about what to watch next. Oh, like what what you're planning on watching here? Oh, oh, do or do you have like a you have like a watch list? Oh no, like you know, like oh what oh what we ourselves are planning to watch at, exactly. Yes, what what we might talk about next time. Uh, what what is intriguing us or what we are currently stuck on. And then of course we're gonna move into some gaming conversation and then um if there's time in the end, we'll pick up some uh nerd literature, maybe um lit RPG, stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So cool. So you have seen Captain Marvel. Alright, so so firstly, though, what were your thoughts on Captain Marvel? Um, I will say I am not um, as well-versed in the comics and comic lore as, uh, as most everyone else. So I didn't have anything to judge it against. Um, yeah. That said, it was not my favorite, but it wasn't the worst either. It, it, was, it was a little middle of the road. I, I loved Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. She was spectacular. The storyline was a little flat for me. Well, it's, I mean, it's normal, it's normal comic fare. You know what I mean? Like you have these like little storylines where they just break down to, you know, there's a bad guy and there's a good guy and you, you, you gotta beat up the bad guy. And that's, that's basically what this movie was with the origin stories. You don't have a whole lot of background to kind of base a complex story on. So right because they were prepping this one for the next Avengers movie, they did not do a two-parter, which means they did end up cutting it short. Yeah, 
Like they they could have done a two parter. I feel like um, well, I feel well, like have they done that before? Oh, um, I don't know. Like Thor had Thor one and two before he really kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, came you're in, right. You know? Iron Man had Iron Man one and two. Yeah, like two, three. <laughs> well, yeah, they, yeah. They played him out pretty good. Captain America had oh man, the the way they yeah. do, did Captain America's stories. Oh man. He had one of the most spectacular backstory movies. No, I'm gonna have to stop you there. Um, what? Because you're you're patently <laughs> wrong. You're just absolutely wrong. First of all, I hated the first Captain uh, America movie. It was it, for me. It was just it was just bad. It was not good. Really? Um, it was okay. It wasn't super great as far as like a superhero movie goes. It was boring. For for more than half of the movie, it was just boring. Um, it's all like commercials and propaganda and stuff like that, and that's what I've come to expect out of the first uh, out of the first movie of any hero is like a boring sort of origin backstory thing. It's happened with everybody but Iron Man, and so with so with. Let me see who had who had a boring backstory. So Thor Thor kind of had a boring backstory. Like he had, you know, he's he's a god in Asgard, and he comes to Earth, and you know, all this stuff happens. But like, I can't really remember anything that happened in that movie. It was it was that boring. Um, but it was it was it was setting up Thor, and the and the movies that that came after that got more and more just increasingly better. Um, yeah, Thor's Thor's first movie was trash. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Um, it had a great cast, and that was that was it. It had Natalie Portman, which you know, yeah, absolutely, cast, she's a right? smoke show. But um, it wasn't until his second movie where I think he started getting some traction there. I think a lot of it is because they started um, they started giving Hemsworth more leniency with making his own comedy. Yeah. And kind of like letting him get into his character. I think what happened is they started allowing his his movies to be funny. And that was and that was what it was. Once once you get to Ragnarok, then it starts to feel like a uh, a Marvel movie. It starts to feel more like Guardians of the Galaxy does. And I think that they know that a lot of viewers actually like it that style of superhero movie more than the super serious or you know gotta save the universe then you know i think guardians of the galaxy was game changing for that very fact it was the first just ridiculous over the top marvel movie that one actually that one actually was not a boring origin story no it was spectacular yeah they had um even the rough parts, they chopped up with like good bits of comedy. Yeah. So that it never got like oppressive. You know, where you're just sitting in the theater and you can just feel the weight of the movie and you're like, I just, I can't do this. It had, it had some really good pacing uh, with the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And then when the second one come, you see a lot of people, a lot of people like trash the second Guardians of the Galaxy. But come on, dude. I I think it was great, especially with Drax, just like constantly 
insulting this beautiful girl and telling her like, "Oh, you're so uh, you're so yes. ugly, oh. <laughs> dude." <laughs> I was dying, bro. I I loved. Well, yeah, I just loved everything they did with it. It's it to me, it didn't lose anything. But when you look at how good the first one was, they didn't, you know, they didn't break any new barriers. It was it was basically a repeat of the first one, which would upset most people, I think. That's what most people complained about. But I was fine with it because I wanted the first one repeat it again so captain marvel boring what did you think was so boring about captain marvel i don't know um i feel like it was just a little disjointed like she's got this backstory she's got memories and it's just kind of all glazed over really quick i mean she's it doesn't explain anything about her presence with the with the Kree. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, she's just suddenly waking up in a bed. It's like, well, you've missed 30 minutes of, like, here's how I'm connected to all the other people on my team and why leaving the Kree is hard. But they, but see, they did, though. They, like, but they did it later. And I, mm. I see how that would turn a lot of people off. Because they kind of throw you into the middle of it and not a lot of people like that whole like oh you know i don't know what's going on and uh, there's no backstory and i'm in this situation and i you know and i don't know some people don't like that but i mean how would you have had it she's like what falling from the she's falling to earth from space and she's and she's entering earth's atmosphere and then like the and then like there's a record scratch and the screen stops and it's like that's me uh <laughs> you know like, you know it's like it's like that's no, yeah, no. i bet you're wondering how i got into this situation <laughs> well you know like would you <laughs> is that what you really no. want no 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 i'm just saying like um when she was with the cream she had a relationship with her commanding officer and like with the other people on her team mm-hmm and early on, she has to make the decision to kind of disobey orders and kind of push away from her old, or well, her new life, her Cree life, back to her human life. And she makes that decision very easily. And it feels like there wasn't enough, like, even context for mm. it to have been a hard choice. I don't know. Like, she kind of stuck to the orders for quite a bit. Like, she felt like she 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 lands in a blockbuster. I mean, her first order was to stay put and wait for backup. Oh no, she wasn't. She wasn't gonna stick with that anyway. You know, she's a right. Yeah, yeah. She's one of those. But she was in this situation. Like, things happen that forced her into action. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was no way she could have stayed still, even if yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, the betrayal, the betrayal you get to, which, spoiler alert for everyone who hasn't seen Captain Marvel yet. Hey, if you haven't seen um, it, go, dude. Yeah, come back in, like, 10 minutes, maybe 15. But um, when her captain betrays her, that 
didn't feel poignant enough because uh-huh. I really didn't see the connection between them. And that was supposed to be the big turn in the movie and the big hit. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, meh, you know. And maybe I've watched too many, like, betrayal movies. I felt the big hit was not when he betrays her. Because, I mean, he was already a piece of shit at this point. The the big hit for me was when she realizes that the Skrull are just, like, normal people. You know, not these not these hideous monster uh, psychopaths. Yeah. That was the that big turn. That was done well. That was the big turn. And, yeah. and then after that, there, of course, it's no surprise that he's going to be like, he's going to turn on her or whatever, because we already know that he's trash, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and there, there was a, a bit of a gap too in, in why um, the original Marvel was oh, yeah, involved. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, the whole like story kind of rests on a point that they never even addressed. Yeah. Like I said, it, it was middle of the road. They could have done a few little things to make it just amazing. Yeah. They missed, they missed on a few spots. There's some not things all they could have done. There's some things they could have improved on, but I, I enjoyed it a lot overall because, yeah. um, because it's not just her origin story. It's also Nick Fury's origin story, which I think they did a, they did a great job kind of like sneaking that in there. Mm-hmm. Like and it's not even, he, he's not even, he's not even a huge payoff. Right. He's not even like a, because we have, we've had no clue. Like we knew that we weren't going to get a Nick Fury movie. So for them to sneak his, his origin story into this, into this like, walk down memory lane to 1995 was it was just really good of them to do that oh i've got such an awesome wife i've got a hot beverage coming my way oh look at you oh 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 (laughs) oh (laughs) but yeah man um oh yes delicious coffee made well they um they just did i I, it just really, it was a lot. There was a lot going on in that movie, which I, I just really liked. Like, they had the, well, they gave Samuel L. Jackson a hairline back, which, which was, which <laughs> <laughs> was great. M- movie magic. Yeah. It's like, great. <laughs> yeah. They gave my man, they gave my man, uh, the fountain of youth here, brought him back to his, uh, what? They, let's t- tell you the truth. I don't really know what age he was supposed to be in this movie because to me he still look at least fifty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I think he was supposed to be like eh, early forties, and like in the movies he's in his like I don't know that make him in his like nineties. <laughs> 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 sounds about right, right? Yeah. He. Uh, I I don't know. I just really like to see him kind of come up on this on this uh like as a side piece like a side character in this this like epic movie or whatever and i really liked her her origin story too man like once they started putting the pieces together i i enjoyed it they brought in monica rambo which i enjoyed you know little kids running around uh who might actually be the next captain marvel after carol so i mean yeah yeah I, I I really enjoyed the little Easter eggs. Stan Lee 
on the bus reading the script to mall rats <laughs> bro that was the biggest shout out to kevin smith i've ever seen in any movie ever bro and i'm, well, and I'm and see, always down for that yeah i saw i saw that kevin smith um reference but i didn't know what you were telling me about it that um that he would because i guess i haven't seen mall rats i've seen clerks yeah i really need to go watch mall rats so yeah, you can see he put stanley in mall rats and stanley is like literally going over his lines before to shoot mall rats. This is, which <laughs> yeah bro uh i didn't even notice it and the only reason i didn't even i didn't even see the script or i couldn't like i didn't get a chance to read this uh read the title on the script so i didn't know what he was doing and it but i'm subscribed to kevin smith's like his podcast <laughs> and his twitter and he tweeted it out and he was like he, he put up a video of him like reacting to it you should watch it it's fun uh he straight cool. up didn't know they did that for him no he knew um okay because they they called him and they were like we got stan lee and we're gonna make him you know he's gonna be rehearsing his lines from mall rats on a on a train but we don't have you know because he was he was very weak when they were doing that so there's like the power in his voice is gone so we don't really have the lines right now like if you i mean we have the video of it but do you have some backups of him saying the lines and he supplied the audio for that for that portion of the movie that's insane yeah it's crazy so he already knew he already knew so that's that i mean that's a huge easter egg they just threw in there and like if people who like kevin smith just like freaking go nuts you know kevin smith yeah goes nuts he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's the you know because he's the hugest he's the biggest comic book nerd i've ever seen in my life and he's down you know he's super happy about it so yeah man that was a uh, overall my feelings on captain marvel i enjoyed it I enjoyed it a lot, bro. I enjoyed it a lot. It's, I mean, and it's a much better, for me, it's a much better origin story than Captain America, even, because Captain America's origin story was trash. It yeah, was like I, three I minutes know. of action in that movie. I mean, I like, um, I just like the historical context of the story, that World War II backdrop, and they did that well. They had historical context in Captain Marvel, too, bro. All right. Yes. You know how many times I, I had to. That. You know how many times I had to like uh, lean over to my kid and be like, "See what she's using there? That's a payphone. See what that is? <laughs> That's a VHS. That's you used to watch movies on that. That's a blockbuster. They don't exist anymore. You know, what, like what about the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger True Lies poster? She bro. Shoots? When I saw the True Lies poster, when I saw the True Lies poster, I was like, True Lies. Was that out in 1995? Yes. Like I felt so uh, old, bro. I felt stupid old. But actually, that also that also makes me want to go back and watch a bunch of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies from the 90s. Yeah, bro. Arnold Schwarzenegger some good stuff. had some bops in the 90s. He had some bangers, bro. Let's let's mm -hmm. run it back. Twins. Okay. Yes. Uh Terminator 1, Terminator 2. All right. Uh Commando. Yes, yes. Predator. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger had uh what was the one? What was the one? Jingle all the way, even that, right? <laughs> he put a yeah. he put holiday movies. Oh, that you got was it. Hilarious. Kindergarten yeah. cop, bro. 
Kendrick spectacular. It's not a tumor, bro. <laughs> he had some bops, man. He had some bops. Yep. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger was all the way in, bro. In the nineties, that was my guy. Him and yeah. uh Hulk Hogan. Now I'm just really hoping that Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't say anything racist so I can stop idol so so that I'd have to stop <laughs> idolizing him too. All right. <laughs> I think I think he's had some issues. But he's I, been unproblematic. Been pretty unproblematic for the for the yeah. for the most part. Um, yeah, he's he's kept his head down. I guess when he minded he his to business, be governor, <laughs> he got vetted pretty well. Minded his damn business. What he did. What a lot of people should do is just mind their damn business. Yeah. Um, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a hard world because everything is recorded now, and you know. Yeah. Just, it is so, hard, bro. Like you can be prosecuted. You can like you can be persecuted for your the words that you spoke ten years ago. Mm-hmm. But some people need. I would. Yeah. I mean, some people should be be left to live, live their lives because people do change. But like yeah. these politicians, though, nah, son. You catch you catch a politician. You catch a politician in blackface from thirty years ago, man. Get him out of there. I ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time, bro. Get him out of there, bro. You know it. I don't have and time. The, I mean, there's there's definitely some inherent issues when <laughs> any politician and any sort of like you know, yeah, But but we are not going to dance down that road because that is a dark path, and this is this is not. This um, is light. Yeah, we're going to keep it light. This, this is not a political podcast. Do some light work. <laughs> yes, I I totally agree. Now moving on. <laughs> <laughs> what about love death and robots all right so love death and robots bro love death and robots from the very first episode i think i think our friend Gian said it better. he said the first episode of love death and robots starts at 100 and doesn't drop below 90 for the duration of the episode <laughs> <laughs> bro that right. thing that thing was light speed from the word go it was uh oh it had me man i you know usually i'm not into like super gory things and things like that Mm-mm. but bro i was I, I watched it i was like you know i see i see the the premise i'm like oh it's mind controlled like monster fights this is cool this is kind of like uh big hero yes. six but with monsters instead of robots and um, and so I'm I'm watching that, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna keep watching this. Then the the big <laughs> you know the big plot twist stuff happens, yes. and I was like, oh my god, like, bro, they got oh, me. My gosh, they yeah, got me, dog. Well, like the animation was spectacular. It was I on mean, just point, bro. Insane. And the story was so well told. You had just enough time to attach to the characters. Yeah. Yeah. And to get a feel of what was going on. Absolutely. And then they slap you with that and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> just, oh was, my gosh. It was like it, the end was, of the Twilight Zone or something, bro. It was yeah. like, yeah. They hit you with one of those big twists. And, yeah. uh, and I was just like, well, I don't know if I'm going to watch the rest of this series because. That was a bit much for me. Like I was, I think I was real stressed at the end of that episode. I was quite stressed. 
Um, oh yeah, that was an intense one to to start with. Yeah, I was I was quite stressed, and then the second episode starts, and boom, you got like a tour of the city, and it's like hella calm. Now, wait, what was the second one? So the the second one, there's there are these three robots, and they're they're just oh, basically yeah, yeah, walking yeah. around a post apocalyptic city, mm-hmm. and it's and it's super calm. And they're just taking their time and like just being goofy about it, joking around and stuff. And dude, like it's amazing, bro. They just go around and they like they like roast each other and they crack jokes and do pranks and all kinds of crazy stuff. I, yeah, that was that was a perfect Shakespearean like cut over. Like, hey, we're gonna have you know our drama. Yeah, and, and then we're gonna we're give gonna you something light. And then we're gonna make you laugh. Yeah, give some light. Just wash it all away. <laughs> it was a palate right. cleanser. Yeah, they hit you yeah. with that good old palate cleanser, and that and that and that drew me all the way in. If it wasn't for that second episode, if it wasn't for that second episode, I don't think I would have watched any of the rest at all. You, you know, and they did that the whole time. They paced them, and they they chose. Um, animations that um should follow each other in quality so as the quality went down they just scaled it down slowly and then they scaled it back up so that you know you didn't see this huge differential and like oh this was so great but this just looked terrible and then you didn't see this huge difference in like oh they're just so depressing it was just like it is a really good mix and match so that every episode kind of cleansed the episode well they yeah so the animation choices they 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 did really good with those so if the if the episode was just super goofy um then the the animation would be very brightly colored and Mm -hmm. it would be you know they would have like goofy proportions and things like that which i i really liked but if it was like super serious if it was going to be like dark in tone they would they would hit you with the hyper realistic joints but the, yeah i mean but, exactly what you're going to get and just when you think that like you're going to it's going to be like that the whole way they hit you with that farming episode you know what i'm saying yeah. where the where the colors are very bright but the overall tone was kind of dark you know what i mean well, the the actors the animated people were bright yeah, and the farm was bright, but then when they move away from the farm, it does get really dark. Yeah, and the mechs are dark, and the creatures are dark. So it is that like contrast. Yeah, so they, they hit and, you uh, with it. They hit you with that, and they and they kind of like they keep you. They kind of keep you guessing. Like they're just mm-hmm. so at this point, you 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 kind of see something that looks serious, and you're like, that's gonna be a serious episode, but then you 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 don't really know. Because at some point they give you the hyper realistic, super real. At some point, it's not even animated. It's just like it's just like two real actors looking inside of a fridge, and that shit was crazy goofy. Right? This is (laughs) (laughs) it was just real goofy. Um, and so they just kind of keep you guessing on that. They don't let you get bored. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They definitely. um, They definitely switched up a lot. 
they snuck in the bad ones in amongst the good ones. <laughs> and it's which <laughs> and I, yeah, I really feel like well, I feel like uh, it, it had a wide range. Like they were trying to hit at least one person with every episode. Ah, uh, okay. I, I mean, well, I mean, not too wide of a range. You, you of course have to like animation to a degree, and I can't really even think of one that was just really bad. Let me see. So the ones, the ones I liked were the one was, I don't know. That it was funny. But I like the witness. That was episode three, the one where the girls running through the town trying to get away from the guy. Oh yeah, that I don't know. I'm. It wasn't my favorite, but it was kind of mind bendy. There was there was a little too much digital penis for me. But oh no, I've never seen more penis, um, more <laughs> like flaccid, floppy, animated penis than than in this series this series was um it was it was peen overload but yeah i mean it, it was it was a balanced spectrum you know as much as much digital boobs as you got you got you got the you got the yeah you got the e-peen right i <laughs> maybe not a hundred percent fair well, right? you know but... equality equality is fine but i could i really could have done without the dracula peen like they yeah. really didn't have to give me that. Like they didn't have to give me. I mean, well, they took it away too. So, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> In a spectacular fashion. Yeah, spectacular fashion. So okay, so the ones I didn't like, I guess the Dracula episode wasn't my favorite. Yeah, the ending to me was a little, uh, a little campy. Maybe I don't know. It just. I was like, really, you had to do that for the ending. And then the whole thing was basically them running down a tunnel. Yeah. So it was kind of boring. Uh, I like the I like the yogurt one though too though. So Yogurt, yes. The yogurt one was goofy. <laughs> it was a nice little shift of of change. It Let me see if like, I can it felt like a far side cartoon. What ones did it's I not like? Shit. I don't know. I don't because and then the the one where the guy's like stuck in the uh, stasis and he keeps waking up over and over again like i like that one a lot too yeah yeah um, you know i i had some inherent issues with that episode but oh, but oh on the whole it was interesting you have some issues speak on it bro yeah well you know like we're going to hit spoilers again here. Love, death, and robot spoilers for anyone who cares. But in the episode, I'm giving like a few minutes to pause the, the podcast. I'm probably getting some back. Track. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of background here. If you want to pause it, you can go ahead. I told you. Oh, no, no. I was talking about the spoiler. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm letting <laughs> them pause for oh, the spoiler. Okay. All right. So, well, you can handle my background noise. It's all good. Yeah, no, a random kid. I will have a dog bark at some point. Oh, no, I'm well, about to have uh, several family members in this room, probably. So if, oh, we're gonna well. See. Well, well, probably not. Um, probably not. <laughs> I, I, they, they know what's going on. So uh, there's, there's going to be a spiking noise and then, a, and then a lowering right about now. All right, we good. All right. That, that wasn't bad at all. Um, but yeah, so like 
it's basically this giant spider creature that keeps waking him up, trying to get him to accept her form, but then she erases his memory and puts him back through the same process. Yeah. And it's kind of like, how many times are you going to try and nail that with banana? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, <laughs> you gotta change it up at some point because it's not gonna work. Yeah, she's been, and she, it looks like she's been trying for years, dude. Yeah. Like um, a long time, like a long time, bro. I mean, homie's uh hair is white. He's got a he's got a, a Tom Hanks castaway beard. <laughs> he does. He's got that. He looks bad, dude. He he looks he looks a lot like Tom Hanks in Castaway. Yeah, um, he, he is very malnourished. And and she just she's just trying the same thing over and over. She's just like, oh, he freaked out again. Run it back. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't rock with that. But that episode was intriguing, bro. It was real good. It, I like it. Was I, I, I feel like you know there was some some things they could have changed up to mm-hmm. make it a little better. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, maybe she was just into that that like reunion sex that was happening <laughs> yeah straight maybe up that's why she kept rolling it back like she was every like, time she was like, like we but we get to, <laughs> like every time he gets up we can like we can like bump uglies and mash the uh <laughs> mash the nads i don't know if, is like that what people call it time. mash the nads i People really oh, no. that? It does not sound like we need to make that a thing. All right, mash the nads. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> that originated here. Mash the nads. They uh the one the one after that is good hunting, which I have. Oh, that's the one with the fox. Oh, I love that one. That was really good. That uh that whole like steampunk Auto- China deal. Yeah. 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 All the uh I mean just all the like detail in the animation to create, you know, those automatrons, you know, it was insane. Well the it it got me from the beginning, right? You put the high flying kung fu in the beginning of your episode and I'm all the yeah. way in. I'm all the way in, bro. They're jumping on rooftops, right? They're running up walls. And like I was just like, yeah, that's this is this is my jam. Right. I already know. Um, yeah, I know. It's spectacular. Just yeah. And, and they didn't. I mean, and I didn't get a whole lot of that. But like, what I did get after that was actually quite good. So I wasn't mad at it. Well, yeah, no, like it. Um, it hooked you with some some good stuff, and then like it told its story. And yeah, I was totally fine with that because it was a great story. Yeah. And the animation was just on point. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it, you I, know can't, what? I can't even imagine what an animator did to make all those gears and stuff look like they were functioning. So the so the the movement in the animation reminded me a lot of like um a lot of like mecha anime, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the the overall look uh, and of the animation reminded me a lot of like old school Nickelodeon joints. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't, oh yeah, because yeah, the round, yeah, the round heads. The, they had the it, it kind of flat. It felt a little bit like the Avatar, just a little bit, not a whole yeah. lot, just just a little bit. Well, 
it was funny because there was so much detail put into the steampunk portion of it. Yeah. And then so little detail put into the human characteristics. And I don't know, maybe there's something there. Maybe it was an artistic choice, but yeah, but like the machines were alive and the people were kind of flat. Yeah. Okay. I feel you on that. Yeah. The, the machines, the machines were the star of that, of that show. Oh yeah, but the people were basically one. Yeah, they would be like, you know, uh, the British guys were all rapists. Uh, yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> there was not a British guy in that in that episode that wasn't a rapist. No. Um, which I I I guess they had to set up. They had to set up some sort of villain. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I I don't know uh, how. I don't really know how I feel about that, but it's. Somebody told me that if it wasn't for World War One and World War Two, Britain would be the 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 biggest bad guys in all of history. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, they they were on a colonialistic expansion for a long time, yeah, and it did get shut down when they had to convert to a wartime effort. Yeah, so I mean, and that's when, but like I I really don't know how to feel kind of vilifying an entire people for yeah. for that 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 whole thing but i mean what the the story that resulted was quite good so yeah it was what it was i you know they had uh what's there's, there's got to be a villain in every story and and there's definitely some villain choices that i've i've sympathized with and yeah and felt like oh this is kind of wrong but like you know um, you got to tell your story. <laughs> Someone's got to be on the other end of it. So what about the, okay. So the next episode was the dump. Is that the old, the old dude at the, yeah, that one, that one was not my favorite. I like that a lot. I liked his, yo. So <laughs> real, real talk. Dude was living at a landfill. He's got, he's got, he's got this guy coming trying to take his land, right? And the guy is just, just brushing him off. But he's like, bro, I own this land. This is my land. You know what I'm saying? But listen to me tell a story for you. And he, you know, he tells me this story, bro. That episode, that episode, that's one of my favorites. You know, because of the twist. Because of the twist. You know, is. As soon as he walked into that dump yard, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Did you? I didn't. Yes. I didn't. Bro, I didn't cotton on at all. I was. Uh, I, I knew exactly. Like the moment he walked into and he looked at like the junk with disgust, I was like, "Oh crap!" Well, yeah, I didn't catch it at all, bro. I was just like, I'm "About to get shot by the old." Dude. I just thought he was going to get shot by the old dude. Um, but he, he let the, he let the trash golem eat him. And I, bro, yeah. that was the, the way he got ate. It was like, it was like watching something out of like attack on Titans or something. That animation part was quite good. It, it was a very well animated piece. I found the story very, I don't know. I, I, I'd seen it before. The. Those that, are, that, I think those were my, I think the only ones I just really had a problem 
right? So the only ones I really had a problem with were um, Fish Knight, which, and a Helping Hand. So Helping Hand is this is this astronaut. She's in space. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like that one. I bro, I I could not. I was just like, why would they do this to me? Um, yeah, the whole episode was meant to make your spine crawl. Yeah, <laughs> in the I, worst possible way. So, so first thing oh, that happened was your audio first thing that, really bad on me. Oh, it is. Is it bad now? Yeah, yeah. You just um, cut me out a bit. Oh, see, I should have recorded on my side. I didn't though, because you were like, I got you. Yeah, I've got Craig recording, so I'm hoping. You hoping Craig good. got me? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Craig it's just me. maybe my server. But I hope Craig got me. Is the is the audio still bad? It's just a little digital. It may just be, uh, it may be traffic. Um, mm, we could probably, you could probably switch the region of the um of the server, and if and that's my that's what's happened. That's what I used to do to fix it. Is I would yeah. go to the server and then switch the region out to something closer or further away, and that'll put I us. I think we're good. Yeah, I've done it before. There was one time I just couldn't get rid of digital noise, and I had to switch it. Yeah, but I you... tried restarting Discord a couple times. And yeah. Just... Well, we got um. Let me see. So, helping hand. Uh, helping hand. For those of you, terrible. Artists, I'm I'm going to spoil the crap out of this. There's an a- there's an astrolot- astronaut. She's in space, and the first thing that happens is she leaves. Uh, I think she's out. She's out there in some sort of ship, and she leaves the safety of the ship in her suit. And she has this sort of kind of jetpack thing that I'm I'm assuming it uses like bursts of air or something. It's so, an EVA pack. Yeah, and so, and so that's her mobility. That's how she's getting around. She doesn't use a tether. So the te- there's no tether, and that, yeah. and and it and it instantly my anxiety is on eleven. It's it's like eleven. Like where's her tether? There's no tether. Um, yeah, that's not there's what astronauts another do. One where I exactly see what's going to happen. Now yeah. I will say astronauts do go out on EVA packs, but I think when they reach their destination, they tether down. No, they do more than that. So they, so. It they safety is a huge thing in space, right? Yeah. If well, you get if you get separated from the craft, there's no getting back. Um, right. In a lot of cases, so they tether to everything. You when you right. leave the when you leave the when you leave the your stationary craft, you're tethered to it. When you get to where you're going, you tether to it. When you right. leave your when you leave that place and get to the next place, you tether to that. So right, um, but there there are instances where they have to do a spacewalk where it is EVA pack because man, I don't know, bro. I don't think ship. so. I don't but, know why would they do that. I don't know why would they do that. Well, I'll say this: anytime that happens, usually there's another astronaut with another EVA pack to be able to go and retrieve them if now, something goes wrong. Oh, bro, just having this conversation got my. Anxiety. Yeah, I don't no, even know. Yeah. Like, this is this is. I'm I'm anxious right now 
But anyway, she goes out there. She- Several things were wrong with this. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll go there. Like, you are right. There should yeah. have been tethers. There should have been a backup astronaut. Yeah, there should have been. Oh, my God. Solo. Dude, what is? what was she even thinking? And, she, and like, she's out there. She's going to make a repair. And she's just using the EVA pack for mobility. And then when she gets there, like, uh, a piece of space debris, some sort of, was it a screw or something? Yeah, probably traveling at the speed of sound or something just Mm -hmm. just decimates her mobility pack. And and she's she's just uh, and it it moves her from the uh, where where, what she was doing the repairs on. So the structure that she was clinging to now she has she has she can't get to it anymore because there's no tether or EVA pack. And she has to find a way to to get herself back to it. Oh. <laughs> oh. And she has to like, she has to sacrifice a piece of her suit to, to, to make a course correction. So she just takes off like the arm of her uh, environment suit and she throws it to, to, to generate moment, like opposite yeah. momentum. She ties off her suit, though, to prevent oxygen leakage yeah. and then exposes her arm to space. Yeah. 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 It was all I mean, bad, dude. The, the cold of space is enough to, like, vaporize your blood. I mean, like, the pain. I thought that, I thought that the vacuum would cause your blood to boil first. Right. Yeah. Sorry. But that, but it doesn't but it doesn't even I mean I, I don't even know that though you know like I don't even know if I'm correct on that. but I I don't want to find out yeah there's so many <laughs> things that go through my mind when she does it and I'm just like oh like no no don't do this thing this this crazy crazy well <laughs> stop but she has stop no right she now. has no choice oh and like mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to spoil too much, but like it gets worse. Oh no, no. Like just don't. Like if you have that option <laughs> to watch that one, it comes up, right? And yeah. you see it in the queue and it says helping hand and it's some lady floating around in her little space dinghy. Just go to the next episode. <laughs> let's just not how about we just don't let's just not let's just not matter of fact matter of fact i'm i've come all the way around on uh, i've come all the way around on this and let's just do it just hit play watch helping hand right now (laughs) yeah just go watch right now just stop what you're doing go watch helping hand okay pause because because if i had to watch helping hand if I had to watch it, everybody got to watch it. You got to watch it too, bro. Everybody got to watch it. All right. Nobody's exempt. You go watch it. So, um, helping hand. It's hang. like that, that stupid, gross image that went around. What was it? Like Blue Waffle or something that all your friends were trying to get you to look That's at. Let's just not. Let's yeah. just not. Or, it's like the, or you could just is... Google it right now. <laughs> just, <laughs> just Google it right now. Just go ahead. I mean, um, this this is the blue waffle episode of the Love, Death, and Robot. Oh, so wait, wait, blue waffle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Do not. 
No, just do it. What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah, go, no, no. I've now exposed right people now. to that. So <laughs> Yeah. Now there's a well, double whammy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lemon party. Go Google that too. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm we're at not it. Google that. I don't know what it is and yeah. I don't want to. Google it right now. <laughs> but the reference the reference is solidly something I don't want to experience. Yeah, they got um so this uh then the next one I didn't I didn't like was Fish Night. And because I mean, and that's the one with like they're these these salesmen, they're in a car, and then Oh they, yeah. I didn't like beautiful it. animation. Beautiful I, animation. I just didn't like it. It was boring. That was the only episode I fast forwarded. Well, you know, that's all you really needed to see was was what was being drawn. I mean, it was beautiful animation, but yeah, it was stupid and boring. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Um, I mean, I try and give everything a chance, but like, oh my gosh, the concept. And the thing is, like, when he goes out there and starts floating, and I'm like, seriously, this is what we're gonna do? Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, oh. I wasn't down, bro. It 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 felt a lot like um, the heavy metal animated movie. I never watched it. Oh, you didn't? Oh man, you missed some good, uh, some good weird animation. Real good <laughs> weird anim. It was, it was heavy metal. The movie. I still don't understand it to this day. Uh, but back in the day, heavy metal was like, uh, it was like this magazine you could go and get, and it had a bunch of like half naked chicks and sometimes naked chicks, and you, if you were a teenage boy like I was. You would you'd get some you know you get some jollies out of that and and it was all like um, dyed hair and tattoos and things like that. It was cool, but they made a whole like animated movie thing out of it, and I watched that, and it was it was weird, bro. It was like it was <laughs> it was almost like just a continuous m- music video, and I couldn't. Like I feel it. like. At this point, I should put in the disclaimer, this is a mature audience only podcast. Uh, yeah, well. I'm, I'm probably a little late in the game on that one because we have talked about some stuff. Yeah, we, we have been talking about like mashing the nads. Yeah. Uh, mashing well, the nads, 2019. Right? No one's going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> We're safe on that one. You're like, what? <laughs> It's a breakfast cereal. Yeah. <laughs> the, I think that was that's all the ones I didn't like. Lucky Thirteen, I like that a lot. Zima oh, Blue, spectacular. I enjoyed that. Zima I Blue, really I really enjoyed that one. I didn't think I was going to, and I was yeah. a little bored at the start. But the way they went with it and the twist, oh, was so good. I was down. As soon as I saw the animation, I was down because it reminds me a lot of Aeon Flux. Uh, yeah, on MTV back in the day, Aeon Flux had this very unique animation style, and it wasn't super similar to Zima Blue, but it was enough to kind of evoke those feelings of like when I was younger, and like yeah. and like three o'clock in the morning, I'm watching MTV to watch, you know, Aeon Flux. So the nostalgia feels. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I mean, like, I kept watching it because the animation 
intrigued me once they started showing the art. Yeah. Like when she was in the boat, I was like, oh, this is pretentious. Yeah. Well, what even is this? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if I can do this. Like, it's just, a, a, it was hella pretentious. <laughs> and then, and then they start showing the art and I was like, oh, okay. Like this is, this is cool animation. I'll stick around. And, and the story is starting to pick up a bit. And then like the twist, my gosh, the payoff was worth it. Oh, bro. Yes. The, tw- the, yes beautifully done beautifully done yes that twist oh yeah they got me with that one they got me real because i didn't expect it i i I literally didn't didn't expect it that that was one that actually i was i was floored by the results and i was like yes like i want more of that yeah he did that like he did that um, and at the same time, I kind of wish that I could do something like that, something similar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just like return to a simpler time. He oh, he no, went, like, he went um, back to his his childhood, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's it's that longing in all of us. Like, you know, my job. I love my job, right? But yeah. we're we're in a stressful industry. A little little background info: we work together as developers and some days it sucks like i just had a work call tonight yeah you're Um, always on call they can call you at any time any time of day like you're always working basically um they can call you at 2 a.m and you have to like go and fix the thing which i mean which has happened to me so yeah so but when i was a teller a bank teller it was was you know, nine to five or, or eight to five as mm-hmm. reality is. But every day you'd lock up your drawer at the end of the night. When I turned that key on the vault and walked away, all my problems were gone. Yeah. Because I did not have to think about my job again until I turned that key and pulled my drawer out. But you didn't get and paid like, as much though. I bet you didn't. <laughs> I did not. I did not. But <laughs> but that desire to just count money, like I'm good at counting money i'm good at at math like simple arithmetic so yeah like doing that that was just that was a really easy gig yeah and it it had satisfaction crazy boring well you know i worked at a busy branch so i had like you know a pretty busy days of just doing the same stuff so you'd get like you'd get down into the very meticulous detail of doing something and you kind of would wake up i don't know like you know eight hours later and it'd be the end of the day and oh yeah autopilot just takes over yeah yeah, yeah that's what uh, audiobooks are for bro that's what yeah. audiobooks are oh oh as an aside bro the i told you about the audiobook i was i was listening to yeah the seven day audio track so there is a an audiobook or there is a book out there it's a web novel called Worm and it's about a it's about a girl who has superpowers um and this, and I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that wants to kind of go out there and do that but the thing that got me to actually take a look at this at this story is that it's crazy long it is it's over it's millions of words or it's a million and it's like 1.7 million words. 
and it's the length of like 27 regular novel. I mean, 26 regular novels. And it, and they started, fans started coming together and creating a sort of ad hoc audiobook for it. And that kind of dedication to me tells me that this is a story worth listening to. So, I, so they released each chapter of the audiobook in an RSS feed as a podcast. So you can, you can go out there, find the RSS feed link and subscribe to it in any podcast application, or you can just do it through, you know, whatever RSS reader you got on hand or whatever. But the runtime for the audiobook is over seven days, seven it's days. Insane. I don't know now, how many hours in I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Being someone that loves long books. I mean, I would, I, well, I don't know. You were saying um, it because it's recorded by individuals just trying to go out there and, and put it together. It, um, it may or may not be something I could pay attention to. Because every time you change up like your voice actor, it kind of like, I don't know. So, so it, far, it this is up. what I've noticed. Okay. It's done by several people. The, the main guy that does it, he, he does the, the normal chapters. He's pretty good. I mean, he doesn't put, so in the chat, so far what I've seen is that he'll read and sometimes he'll mess up. Sometimes he'll say that he doesn't take those out. Like I remember one time he was just like, and then she investigated, um, invested. And then he just kept reading. I was like, bro, you could have took that out. You could have took yeah. that out. What are you doing? Um, just clip it, man. <laughs> <laughs> All you had to do was pause. You could pause and take that out and then keep going. Um, but he didn't do that. But it's okay. I mean, it's cool. He'll, he'll read it. Then they have these interludes other people uh, read. And that's probably where to lose you. Because, yeah. because they vary in the not only the quality of the recording, so like the quality of the recording equipment varies, but like their ability to read smoothly varies wildly. And so, and so sometimes you'll get, you'll get one who's doing an interlude who's just not like in the groove. They're just not in there. They, they, can't, they can't get all the way in. And those are the hardest listening. But the story so far is just pretty solid, pretty solid. So, I mean, it's worth a listen if you can, if you can stand the amateur work. Yeah. And, you know, being a fan of, of LibriVox, I, I lived off that for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know... It's hard to go back to something like that. Once you've once you've started making that money and doing making those getting those audible qualities, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say I'm gonna wait for an for official you, release. <laughs> for you to give me a full like <laughs> is this worth it? And then, you know, 
if it is, maybe I'll, I'll make that leap. Maybe I'll make it. Maybe we can talk. Well, I'll tell you. Like, I'll tell you right now. It the the story feels. It gives me a lot of the feelings that I had when I was reading Superpower, and I know you like that. So I do. So it's it's very simple. Also, Superpowers is a web novel, and this is a web novel, and they've been. And they've been kind of fighting for supremacy on like the web novel rating sites, and Worm wins like all the time. <laughs> so that should tell you something too. Okay, well, I, I mean, I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot because, like I said, you know, I, I used to be a big LibriVox listener, and you know, heck, while I'm out of my Amazon subscription, I might go back to it. I, of course, you know, if you want books. You know, we have cows, but like there's overdrive where you can hook up with your local library. Yeah, get, yeah, like, yeah. Three books and it's spectacular. I probably need to renew my library card before I do it again. But um definitely a um definitely something you can do if you're saving a buck and don't want to do Amazon. But then LibriVox is there's a huge free library of all these people that have invested a ton of time making their own, you know, books. And a lot of those, a lot of those um, readers mm-hmm. actually do get picked up and do voice acting and actually do reading from major um, publishers. So I remember seeing like some of the recordings getting pulled down because the uh, the person made it and their voice was then like copyrighted so they had to uh, pull their LibriVox down so that's well I, I guess I, LibriVox is a good place go yeah. ahead uh, well I, yeah what you were saying it, it's a good place to get started yeah good place to try and get seen you get you a good you get you a good like demo reel and then you I send mean, it out to the audiobook people like hey man this my you know this is my yeah audiobook audition you know i i can do the deep voices you know i yeah. can do the light voices you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I can do women and men yeah <laughs> you know but um you know it, it is excellent because you you do see them get picked up occasionally and it, it yeah you build a portfolio out there and it's really easy um to get seen that way but i heard something outside Oh man, it's 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 uh it just started raining over here, thunder and lightning. It's crazy. I I thought you got, I thought you might have heard that. <laughs> yeah, that that was probably throwing me off. That and the dog slamming their collar against something. Um, but yeah, like uh, it's great. You can find some true gems in there for sure. And there's a lot of people that actually do the full production. Like they'll go through and edit their stuff. But most everyone just, yeah, lets mistakes slide. There's a lot of times people will read the same sentence twice and they'll just go ah, on and roll with it. Yeah. You get that in audiobooks too, though. That surprises me. It's like, does no one go back and listen to the full completed track before release? Like, if that was a job, I would straight up take that job and be like, okay, <laughs> at time, one hour and 36 minutes. <laughs> You said a sentence twice. Audio engineer, just strip that piece out. <laughs> you uh, so, all right. So, 
where have you even seen? Because I, I don't think I've, I've listened to a lot of audiobooks, and I don't think I've ever just run into somebody reading the sentence twice. Has that happened in Superpower? Did it really? Yeah. What? He read the lines so good both times. You don't even notice it unless you know you're paying attention and you're like wait was that the same thing twice and then you go back Bro, and you're like get out of here enough. yeah you telling me that kyle mccarley my guy reread a sentence it's not his fault because in the studio they're probably being you know asked to do another take or you know they Anytime they screw something up, they do another take and they just do it and expect the audio engineer to note it and take it out later. So that that's on the audio production side. Someone should have listened through and said, Oh, this is a repeat. We need to pull that out. They got, um, the, the guys that I, you know, as you know, the guys that I really enjoy listening to audiobooks from are, uh, the guys that have been that that read the they they stick to a genre like the sound booth theater. They're yeah. they're real big on the game lit scene, and they they stick to they for the most part they stick to game lit stuff, and they make a big production out of it. Sometimes they're like fully they had to do like a fully full cast recording where they're women mm-hmm. doing the women voices and guys doing the guy voices. And, I, and you know a full soundtrack in the background and and sometimes it's distracting but man i like that well, stuff. did you ever um were you a big star trek fan especially the next generation nah absolutely not okay well um there's a an audio company that lasted for a very short while and um it was done by John Delancey and um, oh, the guy who plays Spock. Um, oh, um, um, who played Spock? I could just Google it, but I really right want to remember the name. It's right there. Yeah. Um, and I feel ashamed. Uh, I feel terrible for forgetting my man's name. Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, I just Googled it. <laughs> So John Delancey and Leonard Nimoy got yeah. together and started a production company called Alien Voices, and they get a bunch of people from Star Trek The Next Generation to guest star on it, and they do, they do full production of, of classical literature. So it's all, you know... What? Like oh, so it's all like stuff, stuff that's, out of, that's out of its copyright? Yeah, ah. uh, they do a spectacular job of it, and it's definitely worth checking them out if you like full production. No, if, if you like, you like I'll tell literature. you, if you like full production, go find you a graphic audio CD or graphic audio. Oh, I've heard graphic audio, audio. Yeah. bro. They are spectacular. Too. I had a, I, I have an uncle who drives the big rigs. And he'll run into a truck stop, grab a graphic audio western or something, or like mm-hmm. a or like a murder mystery or something, bro. Any of it. There's it's no like watching a movie. There is no way you can do that and code at the same time, because no. Not only is there not only is there a full cast, and I mean like I mean like movie level cast. 
Like every yeah. like every woman's voice is done by a different woman, and every man's voice is done by a different man. And like they have a full score, you know, they have all the the all the music you could ever want, action sequences, mm. sad moments, oh, yeah. everything. Uh ambient uh, ambient sounds. If you got horse and buggies in the background, they're gonna you're gonna hear a lot. There's gonna be a lot to absorb in audio. They're gonna try to make you see everything. Um Ooh, that's thunder heading on my side. Oh yeah, man, it's getting bad out there. <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm a, I'm afraid for my computer right now. But it's uh but it, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Well, you know, if the if the podcast got short, we know what happened. And I need to like buy a new computer. Yeah, we'll know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, I don't know how far away you live from. I got here, a, I got a surge protector. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we might go down at the same time. So I think we're on the same network. As far as the, we're on the same electrical grid. Maybe. 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 I'm about thirty we'll minutes. I'm, I'm about forty-five network. minutes away. I don't know if we're on the same electrical. Yeah. Grid. Okay. Well, we're probably different grids. Yeah. But maybe it's a really bad storm. Man, that, <laughs> that sounds like a big storm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's stop talking about the weather, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> we're we're an hour and a half in. <laughs> I meant to talk about some other lit, but we, we definitely sidled over into our uh, nerd lit. <laughs> so I, I think it's time to talk about games. I'll squeeze them in for a bit. All right. I got I can I can rock with some games real quick. What you uh, what you got on the docket, man? You know, I'm kind of I'm open about this. I jump around a lot. I am. In fact, I recently got a hold of um, is it Bomber Squadron off of the Humble Bundle. Is that like Bomberman? Bomber, Bomber Crew. Bomber Crew. It's, it's basically you're managing a, war, a World War II like flying fortress bomber crew. Oh. And England over across the channel into France. And you're mostly just bombing targets, but you got to move your people around on the ship to like repair stuff. You got to keep your guns manned. You have to have your guy like in bombing position. Bro, you real to open talk. The bay doors. This shit looking mean, like it, Bob the Builder. Like it's, I mean, it's Bob the Builder, but like World War Two. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's basic graphics, basic gameplay, but it's really fun. It's it's almost like diner dash it's kind of like that you you got to keep them moving and and fulfilling all the like things they need to be doing it looks Which, the animation looks really cool but it's the, really fun but it does look like bob the builder like straight up like it looks yeah. like it, it looks like paw patrol or something almost yeah, yeah. but you having good you having but, fun with that oh yeah i you know and considering it's on the Humble Bundle. Is it still on the Humble Bundle? Um, the Curve Bundle, right? Yep. Curve Digital. Yo. I might, it's the, the $15 unlock. It's, I, might I feel it. like it's worth it. I might grab that. Plus, Human Fall Flat is, um, is kind of a fun platformer. Um, it's got its 
creative storytelling. And that serial cleaner on there, I'm really looking forward to that. You're basically a, uh, a cleaner for the, the mob. Mm-hmm. And so you just go on these missions to clean like crime scenes before the cops find them. Okay. And while you're cleaning, cops will show up. So you have to like work around them to get all the evidence like, you know, gotten rid of mm-hmm. and then take off without getting caught by the cops. So it looks really amusing. Man, now, you got, now you got me over here on Humble Bundle. Get, <laughs> grabbing these deals, bro. Don't do this to me, man. Don't do this. You're going to be done for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. do this to me, bro. Now, don't even look at the, the Strategy 2019 because that's a spectacular bundle right there. Nah, man. See, you like Grand Strategy and stuff like that. I'm more down with like if it ain't like StarCraft, I ain't down. Well, there's like Offworld Trading Company and Dungeons Three, which are both um RTS. Um actually Off-world I might do Tra- I might do Offworld Trading Company. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to Civ Four or Civ Six. Civ Six. That's I've played Civ before, and I just I don't have the time in my life to dedicate twenty six hours to to playing, you know, <laughs> the first the first age of my game, <laughs> which yeah. is bad because I play Stellaris and I love that. Yeah, That's I got a spectacular game. I got Universum, which is like, you know, there are these, there are the like you start with just a planet. And then you can drop like a little hut on it. And then it starts generating these little people, these little, they call them nuggets. It starts generating mm. these little people. And then what is this game? they start in a stone age and you have to like, you have to like slowly get them up to uh, where they can build, like do space flight and stuff like that. And then you can branch out to other worlds. You said it's universe sim. Yep. Universe sim. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. If it's not on my wish list, it soon will be. I kickstarted it. I helped kickstart it back in um like 2014 or something like that. Or like 2013. I, I may be inaccurate on it. But it's a good game, dude. I mean, it's, it's, it's an okay. I mean, it's still like in beta. It, like half my, half like, my Steam list is in beta. It looks like Spore to me. It is very but similar to. It feels a lot like what in-game Spore should have been. It feels a lot like Spore, a little bit, but instead of like creatures, you just you just people. Okay, I could I could get into that for sure. Um, yeah, that, I'll have to I'll have to tag that on my list because that looks good. So you've been playing you've been playing Bomber Squad. Yep. Anything else? Um, you know, I've played them all. Um, everything except the the big titles that have come out recently. Like, I refuse to touch Apex Legends. (laughs) Well, because I played, I played, um, Destiny Two, and it was fun until you hit the level cap, and then you're just freaking grinding masterworks and faction quests all the time and then it's just such a chore yeah 
I mean, that's basically what Anthem is. Anthem? Well, you know, and that's up until the end. Yeah, but like, I don't, I'm, I'm not in college anymore. I don't have six hours a night to get my gear. Ah, yeah, you're right. But the good, so here's, here's the thing with Anthem though. It's not super hard to get all your masterwork. Um, for your, for your, they call it a javelin. That's the name of the suit. So we, you go in there and you, you do, you do your thing. You go and do some missions or whatever. You might get a masterwork or something like that, but there aren't like each masterwork is a version of a piece of, it's like, it's like a, a version of a piece of equipment that already exists, but like on steroids. And so, and so there's a limited amount of masterworks that you can even get. So like once you get all the masterworks you can get for like weapons or like all the ones you can get for components or whatever, then you're, you're, I mean, there's no need to grind them anymore. So, um, at that point, you're just kind of waiting for stuff. Yeah. (laughs) At that point, you're just waiting for the DLC. And I think the DLC is free. I think all the DLC is free. So at this point, we're just waiting for them to give us new story to do, which by the way, the story was phenomenal. Okay. I mean, honestly, I would like Anthem. I I mean, I would like the concept of Anthem if it was not an online game. You know, because oh, like yeah. in a in a story game like say Fallout Four, yeah. right, where you, you're getting supplies, you're building bases, but there's an end to the story, and like ostensibly you can get everything you need. Now, like you can grind the hell out of that game and take it further, but they don't do this, you know, weekly faction run and monthly like special event that you have to play every day or at that time to complete yeah you can just pick it up whenever play whatever you want to play to get that unique item set and then put it back down and i like freedom in my games i don't want to be tied to just one game it it drives me nuts they but okay so there are i do like anthem a lot but there are a lot of things i don't like about anthem at the moment but they're always changing those like right now, like you have the, they have that, there's like a little shop in Anthem. You can go to to buy armor and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but they give you, it, there's only like five things in the freaking shop and you got to wait like <laughs> two days for the shop to refresh. And if it's not something you want, or if it's something for a javelin, you don't even have or, or a javelin that you never play, you're not going to buy it. So now you're just yeah. sitting there looking at it like, uh, you know, like I'm, I think they shot themselves in the foot with that. They should have just given you a, a big shop you can go to and like, hey, look, that's some cool armor. Or that's a cool this or whatever. And I want to buy that. And then you would have been good. But no, they want to like give you this little drip drop, this little, yeah. this little IV of gear, which De- Destiny 2 did that too. Like you would. You would earn like these points and they would hit a cap at some point mm-hmm. and you could either go to the shop, buy a bunch of useless weapons and then convert them or you could just leave it capped 
and but yeah the shop had like three items for sale at a time and Ugh. it was it was just basic drop items too it wasn't like it was anything special like the crap like i think you could get a modification if you spent it on something else and so i'd always buy modification points this is like i i don't need this for anything else that's true so it's like yeah why do you introduce a currency that I can't eat? Yeah. That's trash, bro. They they should know better mm-hmm. than that. They should know better than that. But I mean, it's it's all we have right now. And uh, and that's what makes them money, I guess. So that and 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 listen, I won't have you trash talking Apex. Okay? Apex is decent. It's not it's like if Fortnite was good like fortnite isn't isn't great there's like this huge this huge burden of of it's not like a burden of knowledge but it's more like you have to learn to build a four like a four-story five-star hotel before yeah yeah, like before you can like even compete you've Uh, you've got to have your build order down and your build skills yeah fast build which i don't like that man that's that's super mechanics heavy and i got i got carpal tunnel you know i ain't got time no (laughs) my my index finger will freeze up if yeah yeah bro i I type for a living it it hurts man i can't so Mm -hmm. so they they could they can miss me with that i don't have time the apex gives you a very low barrier for entry you just go in you can you can beat people to death with your fists it's that low the barrier for entry you're good you're good (laughs) so i mean i'm cool with it i haven't played a whole lot of it but what i have played it's it's been fun yeah now this is the one is apex been having a lot of trouble or is it um oh bro anthem has been having uh a shitload of trouble. They've been having a lot of trouble. Um, there are a lot of mad dudes out there that are upset at Anthem for like, well, I mean, the game is crazy glitchy. There's connection problems. You have, um, you have, oh, and then they keep kind of shooting themselves in the foot where one, at one point people were really happy with the game because the drop rates were like super crazy good. Like you would go and get masterworks all the time. And, you know, people were really happy about that. And then they, they like super nerfed it. So (laughs) (laughs) they super nerfed it and people lost it, bro. They got upset and I got mad because I missed it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah, now you're way behind because you missed the first week. Yeah. Overdrop. <laughs> it was all yeah. bad, dude. Well, you know, like the game is so graphically intense and graphically beautiful. Oh yeah, and that's like- another problem. So, like, so there's a loading screen for everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone uh, needs to optimize the hell out of that code. Yeah, there's a loading screen for everything, but. Yes, it is. It is a beautiful game. It is beautiful, dude. Like you like you're flying through this lush sort of landscape, this vegetation and weird animals and stuff like that. You just like and there's so much to look at and there's so much going on. 
And then you, they have these, like, you fall into the water and all of a sudden you're underwater. And now you're Iron Man underwater. And oh man, that, I remember I was playing with my friends and we got, we were underwater and I was like, I was just like, man, did they like, do we have anything to even do under here? And my friend was like, I don't even care, man. This shit is dope. And then we just, <laughs> <laughs> and we, just, we just had a good time, bro. I mean, it's, it's good if you have people to play with. If you don't, it's, it's going to feel like trash, man. Yeah. Well, I, and maybe like a local co-op or, or like an online co-op I could live with. But like, yeah, games that are built to be MMOs, they, they require people to play their game at such a regular interval to keep them engaged and to keep their server usage high. Mm-hmm. And the, the tricks they pull with that just drive me nuts. Yeah, yeah. The whole, like, do this daily quest or do this mm-hmm. monthly quest. Oh, we got a weekly quest, which, by the way, Anthem does all that. You got a daily challenge. You got a mm-hmm. weekly challenge. You got a monthly challenge. You got a champion challenge. You got a gear challenge. It's just, it gets, it gets repetitive. Yeah, and I understand there are players out there that want that, you know, degree of gameplay. But, like, you know, I, I would just once like a, an MMO that was for the, I can only play this once a week, you know, for like four hours you know? <laughs> can, can you give me a game that, that that only requires that much attention for me to not fall years and years behind well man looks like you're gonna have to find your way to a world of warcraft private server yeah because i don't think you're gonna find that anywhere no no and that's why i played solo play like 90 percent of the time I've got a few like a few games I'll play multiplayer like Rocket League. I love playing Rocket League once or twice a week. Um, I got a few buddies that play it, and you know because you can get in there and do a fifteen minute match. Mm-hmm. Like you can easily pick up people, play a couple games, drop people, no big deal. It's great. Okay. That that um. I don't know, man. I, I never got into Rocket League. I try to... I don't know. I try to... I play a lot of single-player games. So, like, when my friends... Uh, when my friends want to do these MMO things, I show up because that's what... You know, that's what you do with your buddies. Yeah. You know, you got your squad. Y'all going to play squad games. Um, and so I play those with them. But the rest of the time, man, you, you might catch me just doing, I don't know. Dwarf Fortress well, is about to drop on Steam. So I'm about to be, I'm about to be uh, <laughs> checked out for, for I'm, a year. I'm about to be three. gone. I'm about to be, you're not, bro. <laughs> I no, I mean, you might see me work from home a couple of t- days. <laughs> so Well, yeah, you can just leave it up on another monitor or something or in the background and just check on it. Yeah. But, so, you know, like... I, I, I did have a regular squad I rolled with. I, I know what you mean. But, like, after the fifth or sixth, like, within, like, two-month jump we did, I was like, I, I can't keep up with the pace. And then, you know, they all ended up getting 
distracted with life. And so we haven't picked up another game in a while. But I can at least catch them on Rocket League and, and play with them still. And there's yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's the same uh, thing with I, me and League of Legends. You can, yeah. you can always go back to League of Legends and, and play like one good game and be good. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem with League of Legends is if you haven't played in a while, like you're going to get handed. You're going to get destroyed. I just got destroyed mm-hmm. not too long ago. <laughs> I just got destroyed. Yeah. yeah you got to warm back up to that game. You can't just like pick it up and put I mean, same with Rocket League. They're all skill-based. Well, it's not just like that. that. Like with Rocket League, I don't think that there's like a, as much a, a burden of knowledge as there is with League of Legends. Like, you got to know all the champions and what they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you got to know, like, all the equipment and what that does. So, you know, uh, if you go, if you leave League of Legends for six months and then you come back and you're like, I want to buy a Sunfire cape, that's going to do, you know, (laughs) and then you you realize that, like, Sunfire cape doesn't exist or Sunfire cape does something totally different. Like, when does Sunfire Cape give you AP now? I don't know. What? And so, like, yeah. Yeah, The whole landscape is just different. And you're like, I'm lost. (laughs) All right. When when does it do this now? So, I don't know, man. It does does a lot. Like, I'll come back and they'll just be like, they'll just be like champions I've never seen in my life. Like, who is this? Who is this Disney looking iguana motherfucker? Like, you know, and then. You just get yourself handed. You, I mean, you just get de- decimated mm. by some random big-eyed girl like that you've never <laughs> seen before. <laughs> yeah. Who so, actually is a character you used to play all the time. They just refashioned. Oh, bro, design. don't even get me started on that. <laughs> don't even get me started on that, bro. It's like, wait, wait, was that Ari? Yeah. Did she just waste me? Yeah. I don't know. And what's going on here? I've never seen those moves before. But again, again, keeps evolving and leaving me behind. But I'll come back. Yeah. I'll come back and check it out every now and then. Yeah. So and that's no. and it's and it's because you know you, you keep you want to keep up with your buddies. You want to keep up with your friends. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Find yeah. You find some common ground games and hold on to them. I mean, I used to, for me, it used to be MUDs. So I used to just get on like these text-based games and just run around. And then people would, you know, like I had a, I had a few friends that would meet me there. But, you know, it's, I can't. I didn't do a whole lot of mudding back in the day. Well, you know, back in the day, we didn't have money for WoW and stuff like that. So we had to make <laughs> do with what we had. You know what I mean? I, I just, well, I'm. I'm wife will make fun of me for this but i i did not have the visual imagination to really pull off muds <laughs> like yeah, you know i i just couldn't picture it in my head and so it was always boring typing to yeah 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 oh these are wait so but you but you've been exposed to them right yeah oh yeah i i played a few but i just never could get into them yeah, man, we we getting into some hyper nerd territory here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> or anyone who uh, is a child or was a of gaming age in the nineties. Yeah, or sixties. I mean, or seventies or eighties. I don't know. Yeah. Like the infancy of the internet, muds have been around since 
infancy of the internet. They have. So, but yeah. but yeah, man, it's there are no pictures oh, no, no. of these games. So I, it's all I, like playing a book. I remember my father bringing home <clears throat> a work laptop, which was I don't know, maybe it was like IBM, like suitcase. I mean, it was <laughs> it was awful. But and him booting up um, Kong. It's a Kong, and it was just two monkeys, and you would throw bananas at each other, and you would just <laughs> manually enter the angle and the power, and you had to type it in because, of course, there was no way to like oh, adjust it manually. So you had like a DOS but, deal. Yeah. Oh yeah, you boot up DOS, and then you <laughs> you boot up the Kong game, and me and my brother would chunk bananas at each other for hours. <laughs> And that was, yeah. I think, my first video gaming experience where yeah, it all man. started. My kid is crazy spoiled, bro. She's got like, <laughs> like six systems. Yeah. yeah, she's got she's got all the Super Nintendo games and all the Genesis games and all the the original NES games and you know she's got a we got a Wii and yeah, dude, she's she's crazy spoiled. You know, at least you're giving her that historical context for, you know, for like, was. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, well, also, I, I've been trying to like educate it. So I'll just be like, so I'll just be like, in the 90s, you know, <laughs> in the 90s, we had these things called pay phones. Oh, we didn't have <laughs> cell phones. And you and you'd have to put a quarter in and then you could make a phone call. And she and so like I do that I do that to her like all the time, and so like now it's it's just become like a meme with her, so she's starting to <laughs> so like and then and you can see that her like her seven year old brain like has deconstructed it and reconstructed it so top so like she'll she'll troll me and she'll be like in the three Ds, uh we had and I'll be like three Ds what are we talking about <laughs> she's like the three Ds like the nineties. And I was like, what? So <laughs> she's, she's like deconstructed this whole like thing and made it a, a, a completely different thing. And she's just like, in the now 3D, there was. With it. <laughs> she's like, she's yes. like, I bet it's like, there wasn't ice cream in the 3Ds. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she'll do that. So. That took me by surprise the first time she did that. But she was like, uh, and then like the next time she was just like, what about the one D's? And I was like, what are we talking like? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how numbers work. Um, yeah, but it's stuff like that, man. Like she does have historical context. I force it on her. <laughs> yeah. like, there were these things yeah. called pagers and they were like what? cell phones, but without screens. You know, we're running into it. I think we're on the edge of it, but like there's a bunch of colloquialisms that are just going to like go out of out of context. <laughs> I mean, some of them already have, but like there's there's stuff like yeah, like I need to get to a payphone. Like yeah, no one's gonna be able to understand. Nobody that. knows what a payphone is anymore, dude. Nobody's yeah. seen a payphone in almost twenty years. 
Nobody, yeah. nobody knows what that is. So yeah. Like, oh, you want to see something? Let me run to the blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> there is one left, and you know where it is? Out, uh, it's Portland, Portland, Oregon. Really? This is the most hipster place. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, they they hold on to it. I'm sure because you know, it's whatever niche or yeah or whatever well portland is weird you know portland is first of all it's crazy conservative i mean it's crazy uh liberal so mm-hmm. like they they can just do whatever they want like they they and it's like the only place i know of that you can just be walking and see whales uh or have a boulder fall on you so they have license to be crazy weird okay so they're they they are their own nation for sure yeah, it's like um, it's like a mini Canada. Well, did you ever watch the the series Portlandia? No, I never. Is that on Netflix? It is. It is um, now. Now your responsibility to go out and watch at least three episodes. Three episodes. All yeah. right, I get it done, bro. I get it. It, it trolls Portland so bad. <laughs> it is. It is hilarious because you know. It is very much an accurate picture of Portland at times. See, I, well, some of it's over the top. When people yeah. say stuff like that, when people say stuff like that, like it's an actual representation of blah blah blah, and I and I've never been there. I imagine what it's like for people who like because I try to get people into stuff like, hey man, you got to go watch Atlanta. Uh, you got to go try and watch Atlanta, and they're like, I don't know, that doesn't look like it's a show for me. No, it's a show for everybody. It's 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 great. Also, it feels like you live in Atlanta. Like it's exactly what it's like to live in Atlanta. Like I keep telling people that cuz you know because it does. Yeah. It's like it makes it's a it's a comedy show that makes fun of like life in Atlanta and how that really what that really feels like and how ridiculous it all feels. Um yeah. But it's a comedy too. And so you know, you're going to see some funny stuff and some whimsical stuff. And some stuff that doesn't really make sense all the time. And they throw you into it with no context. Because when you live in Atlanta, you literally have no context for anything. So, uh, you know, Portlandia is a a sit show, basically. It's like a what now? But it's it's a skit, a sketch show. Oh, it's a sketch show. Okay. But, you know, having traveled to Portland, Oregon and experiencing it firsthand. Mm hmm. I would say, like, you know, you can get a pretty good idea. Like, if you take the ludicrous out, mm-hmm. well, not even all of the ludicrous, but some of the ludicrous out, it's it's a pretty accurate representation of what you can experience. I can hear I hear that, man. I hear that. I, uh, I'll go and take a look at that because, well, because you, because you asked me to. But I, I, I want you to know that it's, it. it's not something that I would have like seeked out. Uh, no, regularly. no. But but give it three episodes. Three episodes. I got you. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, just just enough. Like you you can get whether or not something you'd be interested in, but not not after the first one. You should do Atlanta. Right. You should watch Atlanta, bro. Watch the first three episodes of Atlanta. Where's it at? Is it Netflix? Uh, I don't. I think it's on. It might be on Hulu. <laughs> You know, we need Netflix as a sponsor because freaking 
if it's not on Netflix, it's not happening for me. <laughs> Wait, <clears throat> if it is on, um, if it is on Amazon Prime, there, um, then, and if it's free, then yeah. If it's on Amazon, it's on Hulu. Atlantis. It's on it's on Hulu and Amazon Prime, but on Amazon Prime it's like dollar ninety nine. Oh, it's not Amazon Prime that is just Amazon. <laughs> oh, never mind. That's season one. So wait, so season one is nineteen dollars. So nah, it's not free. Yeah, but it's good though, man. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. If if it ever comes to a service, if it ever um, comes to a service that you that you're already subscribed to, see that's yeah the, if, yeah. If it comes to a service near me, no, I will not go back to Hulu, and I have a a moral prerogative to never watch Hulu again. Oh, you got a you got a thing against Hulu? Air your grievance. So, I remember Hulu being such like a big thing because they got um what is it um alec baldwin to do the commercials for it yeah was he the one who did it i don't remember the, dude the original i haven't alec seen a commercial baldwin. in almost 20 years <laughs> like i have no clue <laughs> i hit my um well you know because before hulu there was not streaming um <laughs> there was not streaming tv so um, Alec Baldwin, I guess, um, was getting on there and it was, they were hilarious commercials and it was all about, um, free TV. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can now get TV free. That's like, oh heck yeah. So you watch and like when it first came out, you got maybe at max three commercials. Yeah, but anything that was a half hour, you got like a commercial at the beginning and a commercial at the end, and then you were into the next episode. Yeah. Anything that was like an hour, you got one in the middle, and that was it. And then they start cranking up the commercials, and then they go to this paid service, and the paid service had commercials. And it's like, what? Why? Why? If your original premise was to offer free TV to everyone. Are you going to start, you know, you know, running up the tab from every which angle? Like they, they totally sold out and monetized. Yeah, they did. They did. And I mean, it went from what, one commercial to what, 20 commercials in a 20 minute episode. There was one every minute at one point. What episode? I, I mean, what a series. I mean, not series. What am I talking about? What service does not sell out at some point? Right. Yeah, well, Netflix keeps bumping their base price, but I can live with them because they haven't put commercials in yet. Yeah. Amazon Prime is not based originally around streaming. I have them strictly for, well, for cheaper shipping and stuff. So I I saw their streaming as a bonus. So when they started putting commercials at the front of it, it was no big deal. And it was mostly like in-house commercials to get you interested in other stuff. Yeah, like the Disney Channel does. at the beginning. Yeah, so it was like no big deal for them to do that. But Hulu just straight up, like if their streaming service hadn't had commercials, mm-hmm. maybe. But like, 
and the fact that there's certain like TV episodes you can only watch on their streaming service mm-hmm. is just too much. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're forcing me into, you know, paying for a subscription, still watching commercials, and, you know, it's like, earn your money one way or the other. I either want to pay to get rid of commercials, or I'm going to watch commercials, but I'm not going to pay. Yeah. So, you know, don't, don't double dip. They double dip major. They, they, they may be burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. And, you know, making people feel a way about that, I guess. Yeah. And it was just a principal thing. Like, you know, even like TV shows, they monetize themselves. Like, you know, every time you watch a show and they're like, pick out my new, you know, Toyota. Look at how I can, you know, sync my phone with it. And you're like, really? This is like integral to your you know, procedural <laughs> episode. Like you're, go, you're going to solve a murder and yet you're going to take five minutes to talk about the car you're going in. Or like every time they answer the phone in the car and they take a big deal to like show the screen as it pops up and you're like, okay, yeah. So you got paid like several hundred thousand dollars to use this car. I understand you're making your money. Some. But yeah. then then you have like cable networks that are charging you and then they also put commercials in it so they're triple dipping at that point yeah they're making money three ways off a person yeah but, i hear you man yeah but you know yeah that's that's a pet peeve and that's you know well i paid not to see a commercial on uh you on hulu so and they that's... and they've and they just lowered their price by two dollars mm. After uh, yeah. after Netflix increased their price by two dollars, at the same time Hulu lowered theirs by two dollars. So th- it balanced out for me. Um, yeah, because I'm I, I have both of those. <laughs> I, have both of, <laughs> I have both of those and Amazon Prime. So yeah, they just they they did me a solid. They were like, "Oh, Netflix is going up two dollars. Okay, we see you. We we got <laughs> but, you. You know." We're gonna go down two dollars. And it's like, I, you know, I, okay, like Hulu may be cheaper than than Netflix. I don't, I don't know where they're at right now, but like paying for commercial free and stuff, I'm still at a principles disagreement with them. <laughs> There's just no way I'm getting around that. Yeah, they, uh, they did some. So I think the reason I'm on Hulu right now is because they did, they got the Runaways when Runaways first came out. And, you know, I'm like super into Marvel. So uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and like really any series that Marvel is putting out that isn't like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, right. So when Runaways came out, I was like, oh, man, let's going to watch Runaways. And then right after that, they did Cloak and Dagger. And bro, cloak and dagger. What? I've been I've been waiting for cloak and dagger to become a thing for a long time, and they they I've really never got heard it. of it. So cloak and dagger, it back in the I don't know how I don't know like what decade it was in, like eighty seven, like eighties or nineties or something like that. So they had the series comes out where it's these two kind of diametrically opposed superheroes. Cloak is like this black dude in a cloak. 
and dagger is like this like white girl in a uh sort of white thing a outfit unitar? or whatever <laughs> it's got it's not it's not really a unit it's like a it's like a full body like the full body spandex thing that that heroes usually have um yeah and and like her power is that like she can she throws these she can like generate these solid objects made of light so she can she throws like these daggers made of light and his power is that his cloak is is he can turn his cloak into like a like a doorway into like an another dimension but he can also use it to like teleport around and stuff mm-hmm. so like his whole thing is darkness and her whole thing is light and they feed off each other. Like she, she makes too much. She, she generates a lot of energy. And if she doesn't release her, that energy, she, she like suffers and he, and he, he can feed off that light. And so they kind of sustain each other. And mm. so, um, and so like, they were just this superhero duo that showed up in, like, randomly in Spider-Man comics. And I thought that they were so cool because they used to do these, like, crazy combo moves where he would, like, be, he would be teleporting all over the place and she would just pop out of the cloak and start throwing daggers and stuff. And he'd grab <laughs> her up and disappear and stuff. Dude, and that, I, that does sound pretty sweet. Yo, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it was just, like, some of the coolest action sequences I've seen. And it was just... And it was Netflix <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like really good friends. Like they had this really cool sort of dynamic thing going on. And um and so when Hulu told like they they showed up and they were like, "All right, man, we're going to drop uh, just stick with me. Cloak and Dagger." And I was like, "Uh, I don't know how that's going to like is that I don't know if they're going to do this justice or not." And so I was like, man, forget it. We got, we got the Hulu subscription. It's, it's, it's on Hulu. It's free. Let me just go ahead and watch the first episode. And of course, it is a, it is a series that's kind of dropping in the current political climate. So like of the last like two or three years, it's going to have some, some statements. But the original, the original material had, like, had some political things, too. So yeah. they, so you're going to run into some things that some, some ideas and stuff like that, that, you know, you may not want to see in, in superhero stuff, but I mean, I mean, at the same time, it's, like that it's also relevant. To, yeah. 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 It's also relevant to the, to the original, to the original stuff, but like, mm-hmm. but like they, they really kind of drew us in. Man. It was a, it's a the way they kind of set it up, the origin stories and stuff like that, like they're, they're similar aged that I think they're like teenagers or whatever. I know he's like a senior in high school and, uh, and they flipped it because in the, in the original series, like she came from a rich family and he came from the streets, like, and then they both end up homeless. Um, but in this one, it's like, she's, she, her personal life is a wreck. Like her home life is jacked up and he's like mm-hmm. a kid from the suburbs. And so um he's a very he has like a very middle class upper class family or whatever. Yeah. And they and they and when they meet up it's like, you know, he's 
he's kind of that spoiled kind of kid or whatever. And they and I thought that was interesting. So they give you so they give you some 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 little surprises. Some little surprises. But the but once they start like learning the powers and stuff, bro, oh uh they give you they give they give you some some good they give you some good action sequence. It's not it's not bad at all. Yeah, no, that I mean it definitely sounds like oh what was it? Iron Fist and and Jessica Jones. Oh uh, yeah, Iron and Fist and Luke, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely yeah, like, it's def you can definitely see some similarities there. But yeah. like they I feel well, like they dropped the ball on like Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Well, and that's the thing it's like, you know, I watched a bit of it. And like I was expecting like some some epic combos to come out of it and you know, I, I don't feel like they delivered it at all on that. And maybe <laughs> I just didn't watch far enough down the line, but like, you know, I was expecting like them to at least, you know, reasonably attempt to work together or for them to have that dynamic where they're struggling to work as a team and then you get a payoff when they start pulling out combos. And mostly it just seems like four individuals working together to defeat four individual villains or something. I mean, like it's almost like they have their own TV shows and they were completely separate entities. Yeah. But, it wasn't that good, man. How are we doing on time? I, we're actually coming up on the end of it. We are an hour and 58 minutes and 25 seconds of recording. So uh, we have put it in. Yeah, we done put it in, bro. I'm starting to stutter. <laughs> it's yeah. getting bad over here. I can only talk for so long. Yeah. Thankfully, I had coffee and caffeine and liquid, or else I would have been done. Yeah, I hear that, man. But no, but, um, great first cast, I feel like. It's just me. Let's go for a test run. <laughs> yeah. We need to come up with a name, and uh, I need to find uh, places to put this. So we'll have to put a YouTube channel out there for us. Well, um, throw links on Twitter. You're gonna have to set up a Twitter account for Royama if you don't already have one, or if you want a separate one, <laughs> so that I can start I might, tagging you. I might have something. Yeah. I might have something for you. We'll see. And then uh, I will uh, I'll work on um, I don't know if there's much editing I need to do for it, but I'll work on, on getting this posted out so um, we can get it out there to the masses. So uh, I'm going to shut down the stream now and um, we'll pick it up next Saturday. 8 o'clock worked fine for me. Um, I worry we'll lose audience if we go any later. Um, We'll but see. If we'll see we how it works. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah. If we got to yeah, well, if we got to move uh, it down or move it up, down, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, it's any which way. Saturday evening is usually a good time. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna stop the stream, and right. uh, we'll see y'all next week for it. Have a week.